Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Being from Michigan means you are likely to do or say a few unique things. We drink pop, not soda. We eat coney dogs. And of course, we play euchre. It almost becomes part of, like, Midwest identity. It's just one of those things that we kind of latch on to, right? Like, you know, anything else that's uniquely from Michigan that kind of gives us kind of Midwest pride. Why is Euchre so popular in the Midwest? I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. Growing up in Michigan, every family gathering I attended, be it Christmas, Thanksgiving, Labor Day, etc., always coincided with several games of Euchre. It was normal for me. As I grew up, I discovered that this wasn't unique to my family, though. In fact, just by asking people around the office, I discovered this was a common tradition. I learned sitting around the, like every Michigander, I feel like, sitting around the dining room table with my family after big family meals. After Thanksgiving dinner, what are you going to do? You've got to kill some time before the pie. You start playing euchre, and you just learn it. So in college, me and my buddies would play all the time, and we would be drinking, so we would kind of want to get into like a grind of like gambling and stuff like that so we would usually play poker and then poker would turn into euchre and like honestly I didn't really know how to play euchre that well so they would teach me like on the way so I pretty much learned that way. I started learning it at the cottage up north and on Lake Huron so we had no tv we had no cell service we had none of that I mean we had running water and lights but what did we do to pass the time? We played card games, and that euchre was one of the games that we always ended up playing. So it is a game that you play when I feel that here in Michigan we're really cool to have the lakes. We have the cabins on the lakes. There's a lot of people that have places up north, and that's where you learn. That was Mason, Christy, and Cassie, some of my colleagues here in Odyssey, Detroit, and they all had strikingly similar experiences of learning the game of euchre, passed down from family and friends. But what's weird is once you leave the Midwest, just saying the word euchre will lead to confused looks from strangers. In fact, beloved WWJ anchor, Buffalo, New York native, and non-euchre player Tony Ortiz said that much himself. If you go to Buffalo and ask people what euchre is, nobody has a clue, or most people don't have a clue what euchre is, except maybe, you know, the guy in Milwaukee who calls baseball game for the Brewers, Bob Euchre. But here in the Midwest, yeah, everybody knows what euchre is. It's funny, my stepfather and mother played euchre they were big fans of the game they played it but i just never learned how to play it i think it's just one of those things that's just uniquely midwestern it's one of those things that you take every place else and everybody looks at you like what is this it's crazy it's strange we do it this way or we do it that way we have our own special things mike papchek is the co-owner of the euchre players of metro detroit facebook group but grew up in missouri 
Growing up there, instead of Euchre, he said they played a similar yet different game. I was actually born in Missouri, so my first memories are Pinochle, which, you know, is kind of similar, kind of different. But um, I remember playing it growing up. Um, it just seemed like everybody played it in middle school. I remember uh, going in every day. We had our little anchor class before school, and we would just play every day, and we'd switch up the partners. We'd mess around a little bit, but it just became like a staple, and it was something that, you know, it was like the entire year when it's gone, you don't realize how much you miss it till it's gone. So Euchre is uniquely Midwestern. I think that is relatively well-known already. But what about the game gets Michiganders so fired up? Why do we love it so much? Let's go back to Mike. I think the accessibility of it um, is a huge factor. And what I mean by that is you can play with your grandson or you can play with your grandfather. It doesn't really matter. There's not really an age limit to Euchre. It's really can be loved by anyone but not only that, it's one of those games where it's it's easy to learn the rules, but it's difficult to master because there are so many outcomes and so many things that you can try and the outcomes will be different every single time, whether you're making a risky call or passing it up just based on what you have. Mike adds that the game's accessibility makes it span generations. While some old traditions have died out with the advent of smartphones and video games, Euchre perseveres. That's actually one of the reasons why we love doing these events. I think we have people in the much older generation, but we also consistently get a couple groups that are, you know, 21, 22 years old at the same time. At the nights that we host specifically, people tell us all the time, they're like, yeah, I'm playing like crap. I'm having a great time. It, it is truly incredible to see such a wide range of ages just able to come together and and really get to know each other when the only icebreaker they really have to begin with is Euchre. On top of the all-ages nature of the game, my coworker Dan highlighted that Midwesterners love Euchre because the teamwork is a major draw, where teams of two face off in a race to 10 points. One of my friends and I were always partners, and we'd always team up against other people and maybe bend the rules a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you table talk? Uh, not going to say whether or not. There was some shady dealings going on, but and it drove my friends nuts because they didn't know how we were doing it for many years, and then they finally figured it out. <laughs> Although that teamwork can sometimes lead to underhanded methods to try and pull one over on your opponent. Cheating is almost encouraged. Sometimes it feels like you're daring your opponent to catch you doing it. Dan hinted at it with table talk, where you hint to your partner what might be in your hand. While technically illegal, psychological warfare permeates the game and adds an extra edge. Here is Mike again. My favorite thing in Euchre is stealing the deal. I used to really just try to make an art form of it. You get people talking, you start a conversation, one that you don't really have to participate in. You get everybody else you're playing with going, and then they blink and they're like, how many times have you dealt? And it's like, you know, been three or four hands. That is one of my favorite rules uh, at home for sure. Farmer's Hand, I feel like, is one of those things where I like the idea of it, but only when it's for me. Like, if I if I have a 9-9 nine, nine and a 10, I'm going to want to switch it up. But when I see someone else do it, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I don't like that rule. That rule kind of sucks. Well, it depends on the group I'm playing with with that one. But we have seen a couple people uh, try to use table talk, like in an actual tournament of ours, and, and 
in all the situations that it's ever happened, the people have been so poor at it that it's not benefiting them in any way. So I do love table talk, but I do love that you can basically be telling your your partner what you have. And that still doesn't mean you're going to win the uh, win the hand. This certainly could be one of these things or all of them combined. But Dan asserts that maybe it's more simple than that. Maybe we in the Midwest love Euchre because it's just part of our cultural identities. It almost becomes part of like Midwest identity. It's just one of those things that we kind of latch on to, right? Like, you know, anything else that's uniquely from Michigan that kind of gives us kind of Midwest pride. Euchre's popularity in the Midwest does beg the question, though. If the game is so awesome, why isn't it more popular outside of the region? Well, Cassie says that the teamwork, which is a draw for those who do know how to play, can be a deterrent for those just trying to learn. It is confusing because you're not playing, like with Uno, you're playing with the whole deck of cards. With Uno, it's, yeah, you have different variations of the game, but it's all pretty much similar. Euchre, it's like, what, you play with four or five cards? And you pair things up a certain way, and the game is different every time because you're you have a partner, and your partner can be really competitive, extremely competitive. So as a beginner, I had to wear this hat so that everybody knew that I was a beginner and nobody wanted me as a partner <laughs> because I wasn't good. And it was a th- it's a thing. Some people are extremely competitive about it. So as you're learning, I think it's also hard because people take it very seriously and therefore when you make a mistake or you don't know then you're like blacklisted from the euchre group while teamwork can be intimidating for new players christy thinks that maybe another reason it struggles to take hold in other regions is because we learn it as children here and learning new games as an adult can be more difficult and you know what it makes me wonder too if it's almost like a foreign language in terms of if nobody taught it to you as a kid and you just try to pick it up as an adult maybe it's difficult so maybe that's the barrier maybe like if your fam if it's like a tradition like your family didn't teach you and suddenly you just come you know come to the state out of nowhere people are like oh this is too complicated forget it but maybe it's neither of those Maybe the reason why it struggles to take hold across the country is because those regions, too, have their own games they already tie their identity to, like we do with Euchre in the Midwest. Here's Mike one last time. There's just so many regional games that are pretty similar, you know, the trick typing or the trick taking type of game, like spades and hearts and stuff like that, um, which are similar but different. I brought up Pinochle, which is more of uh, south of the Midwest. Um, but I think I think what it comes down to is that each region kind of has the idea of a similar game. And what we see now is just like the development or the you know eventual development of what may have been the same game maybe 100 years ago. And we just kind of see the results of it. And it kind of just grew into what it was in our area as opposed to, you know, out west. They're going to be playing a different kind of the same game. So why do people in Michigan and the Midwest love Euchre so much? Well, there is no one reason. It's a mix of family tradition, love of competition, and maybe even cultural identity. But I can tell you this. If you turn down a bower, you will lose for an hour. Thanks to Mike Papchek and all my Odyssey Detroit colleagues who lent their experiences to this episode. And as always, this podcast wouldn't be possible without WWJ's digital team. 
Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Make sure you don't miss out on new episodes of The Daily J by subscribing using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.